Hey everyone, before we get started, just a few quick announcements from the co-hosts and I. First of all, this episode was recorded on January 18th, just two days before the inauguration. The first half of the episode contains conversations about the assault on the Capitol and the current political situation in the United States. The co-hosts are all sharing their feelings and concerns. This is not a political podcast. We don't endorse a political party, but we hope these conversations can help you as you process the significance of these events for yourself. So that's number one. Number two, you're going to hear us mention in here that by the time this episode comes out, our Spanish episode will have been published. That hasn't happened. We had a few scheduling and technical difficulties, so that episode has not aired yet. We still plan to air Spanish episodes in the future and continue to do more of that. We want to serve our audience in Spanish. So while that hasn't happened yet, it will happen. And last but not least, Henry has started a podcast with his friend Tony called Tony and Henry on the same page. It is a great podcast. Uh, if you're looking for more content, totally recommend going over, giving it a listen, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. With that, we'll head into the episode. back <laughs> season three and we're here bloop, bloop, bloop. we're here with the co-hosts um uh and not only with the co-hosts we're doing a video so y'all if you're listening to this this is our first like official episode that you can watch on youtube that's so, right. We also have to understand that not everyone's watching this. Some, many people will be listening to this. But it's really, really cool that we get to do this on video. Um, I was explaining to the co-host that uh, we the reason why we're doing it is we had actually multiple foreign listeners. When, actually, I take that, like people outside of the United States. Um, since our audience is majority um, um, American. Uh, but that said, we, they would they would they would follow the podcast if it was on YouTube. And so, you know what? We're going to give this a try for a while. We will see how this goes. Not every episode will be video, depending on who's on the podcast. But here we are. Um, and Ashley is not here because she had a baby. Um, so Woo. that happened. Um, but she will be back later on in the, um, in the season. But to start off, we have, first of all, None other than the birthday twin of Beyonce and the the event planner that could make a 2020 birthday the event of a century, Mr. Henry Abudo. Yes, here I am. Hello, everybody. Welcome to season three. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And we have the revoice mother and former grad school teacher, uh, or grade school teacher. Why did I see? I wrote these introductions, and I was High so school. excited yeah. because well, I didn't write them, but two of them I had ideas for the former grade school teacher that could give us all lessons on how to succeed as humans Mrs. Oh, Becca Mason cool. love that yes. glad to be here thanks so much Yes. and we have Grant well, I, Grant the queer treasure himself yes yes. Yes. <laughs> yes and last but not least, our newest co-host and the queen of Discord for me, at least, Mrs. Sarah Abby. Yay! Sarah. 
Welcome. Welcome to your first episode. Thanks. It's so funny. Why do I feel like we're missing like three people? We're, we're not, but I just because feel like so. we're missing like three people. So apparently, Ashley has the energy of three people. <laughs> yep, it's Ashley is just that much. We miss her no. recordings so, in yeah. her closet. Well, I guess oh, we are. Closet, we, yes. It feels like we're missing two people because we're also used to having Mary here. Oh, that's, yeah, true. that's true. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mary. Shout, Shout out. out to Mary. We yeah. love you. She'll be back on season 21. So. <laughs> That's oh, right. Gosh. Can you Lord, imagine? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> um, yeah, we are here to discuss, open up the season. And a um, few announcements as we get started. Y'all, we have new Patreon tiers. You know, if you love this podcast and you want to you want to help us uh, become a patron, you know, being a patron helps us um, improve the podcast. It helps us get like nice microphones like the one I'm using and when Becca's using. And we were just talking about like getting microphones for more of the more of the co-hosts. And uh, as they we- mean me. So. No, actually, I was talking to Grant here, but I can get you a I can get you a microphone too, Henry, if you want. Um, but, and also it helps us do more potential work on new projects. Um, but we have two new, um, tiers, one for, um, called loyal bees, which is a $2 tier. Cause now we have a discord channel for people to interact, um, and more easily give their thoughts and, and discuss what's happening. Uh, and we also have one called brilliant bees, which is, um, a $10 tier where you can actually vote on some episode topics every season, uh, vote on the upcoming theme, um, give questions for the episodes, as well as get discounts on events that we do. So y'all, if you love it, go over there and sign up because we would love to have you. Um, and you know, if you also, if you follow this podcast and you want to help us, you know, give it, subscribe wherever you listen to, review it, share it do all of that so that's all the announcements i have (laughs) perfect spread the good word yes but um how are you all how is everyone doing let's start with that how how is everyone are you all surviving the two and a half weeks of 2021 Uh... that we've been in so far um Oh, all right, so we're all in the same place. There you go. Yeah. Henry, why don't you share your feelings? <laughs> I mean, I, I just, just did. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, as I'm looking at things, and um, I'll, we're recording this two days before the inauguration, so I don't know. Yeah. If, obviously, they didn't listen after, but give them a time reference. That's a that's a good. Um, one. Yeah, I really. At this point in time, for me this year, I'm looking at everything going on, and honestly, I'm just like, it's time for white people to figure this out. <laughs> like, unless I feel good, okay, look at Sarah. Okay, girl. Okay, like, unless I feel really convicted by this, unless like I feel super convicted by the Holy Spirit to say something, which knowing me, obviously that will probably happen. But like, 
I really, even like the stuff at the Capitol, like I was paying attention to like the first 40 minutes. Then I was like, you know what? This is not my problem or my issue. This is something white people created and they need to deal with. So like, I'm going to go to the gym. And I got my ass in my car, went right to the gym. And then I came back home and I baked a cake. I was like, <laughs> this is really not something. Good I'm telling you. you. I'm like, this is yeah. really not something I'm about to be playing with in 2021. Like yeah. at this point in time, white people know exactly what is going on and they refuse to deal with it or not deal with it is no longer my concern like no. i have tried i have said all i could say i've written all i could write we have books think pieces everything at your disposal so honestly at this point in time i'm just like no this is no longer my concern so white no. people uh -huh, y'all deal with y'all's cousins over here at the Capitol, okay? Y'all deal with your aunties over here on these planes getting arrested. Deal with it. It's not me. It's not my concern. It's not my thoughts. It is not, like, it's a full wrap, full wrap for me. So Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the first two weeks of this year. So um, it's a full wrap for me. Like, literally, you have to understand how insane it is to think you can sit at the speaker of the house desk and rummage through it and have no consequences. That is literally the definition yep. of you have to walk in there with such amount of privilege that you, the capital yep. of the United States of America, I can't. <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, My favorite quote was, I think Ted Cruz would want us to do this, so we're okay. And I'm like, did you call his office and ask beforehand? Okay. I, mean, I don't think he's okay with like, this. The senator would not want you to do that. No. Like, I can't. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, um, who would who would like to go next? <laughs> Sarah. I done. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm at the same okay. place Henry is with that really that I keep hearing more and more white people around me saying, but that's not the kind of Trump supporter I am. And I'm like, that's not the point. Yeah. Like if you wait until every single person is radicalized, then we're living in Nazi Germany. And that's yeah. not what we're going for. Like mm -hmm. it's time to stand up and say something about the people who are doing that, not letting us know whether or not you are personally okay it's time to take some corporate responsibility like we've become so individualized it's like well it's not me so it's not my problem exactly. no it is our problem and i've been really thankful that fellow police officers and firefighters and people's aunties and cousins have been turning each other's rear ends into the fbi because mm -hmm. that's the only way anything's ever going to happen but it is maddening to me Yes. As, I mean, as, okay. you know, used to be a teacher and an administrator that it took people literally invading the capital of the United States for people to go, oh, maybe I should let people know that I have family members acting a fool talking about overthrowing the government. Hmm. It really shouldn't have taken that long. Yeah. Don't ask the history teacher what she thinks about the last two weeks, because I will tell you. <laughs> Do you know what's so interesting? I've been like really thinking like what a time to be a history teacher because can you imagine <laughs> like i saw a meme that said me in 20 years at my kid's school making sure they're getting taught this shit right <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, 
Literally. Yeah. My first yep. response on January 6th, I texted my AP history teacher because we are still really close. And yes. I said, this is going to be one heck of an AP essay question in 25 years. And she was like, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that I was remember initial seeing processing. Your... I remember seeing your tweet or your message on Facebook, Becca, of like the next morning going, man, I wish I was still in the classroom to be able yeah. to talk. Wow. It, yeah. has, it has been painful not being in a classroom the last couple of weeks, but it's been yeah. good. Twitter's handled it with grace that I've been kind Twitter of all, I mean, lecturing at them. The internet is undefeated always. So. Yes. always I yeah. decided yeah. to get on Twitter literally like with yes, days did. after this happened. I choked what on my was coffee I when I saw that you signed you. Like, <laughs> yes, Josh, Josh decided to jump back on. Yeah, yeah. I I went back on. It's. I mean, I'm. I haven't been doing a lot with it, but yeah, um, yeah. Grant, what are you? How what have in your? How have you been? You know, surviving 2021. Um, I just want to echo what has already been said. <laughs> um, sorry, that's my. That's my evangelical upbringing. I just want to echo, echo the echo. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's been so crazy, so crazy, um, and really disheartening to see. I think the things that have struck me about the last few weeks is um, truth is just a function of power. Like, it's almost as if for a certain subset of people truth is only what the like what you can force people to do and not what actually happened um so if you have political power you get to determine what the truth is um which i was always warned growing up was going to come from the political left and so this this was kind of <laughs> eye opening for um, for many of, uh, my friends. Um, so I've been, I've been trying to gather, gather my people to gather, <laughs> gather people who come yep. from, um, who come from the kind of world I came from, um, trying to, to push, um, push some, push the envelope a bit, a, bit, a little bit and get the conversation going. Mm -hmm. So that's happened, Good. but, um, on a personal note, I, one of my, one of the members of the house I live in got positive COVID results. Uh, everyone is fine. None of us are really even having symptoms right now. Um, but we're in quarantine for a couple weeks. Um, so we're getting the full pandemic experience. Uh, we'll be able to share with the next generation. I went through a quarantine um and yesterday as of this recording yesterday our furnace broke and so we have <laughs> so we can't ask someone to come fix our furnace could because they, they'd be putting their life at risk for covid so we just have five or, or so space heaters scattered throughout the house an electrical danger more than get anyways. The car. Yes, <laughs> right. Pray for protection. I just see, <laughs> I just see guys out there going. Hmm, Nineteen nineteen pandemic situation. for Grant. 
more interesting. Yeah. Sure, if they yeah. wear a mask and come fix up furnace while y'all all isolate from this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so y'all need to get to fix this furnaces. I know. I know. I think we're going to get through it. Like the space heaters are doing their job, but like, Grant, I'm eyes. so concerned right now. I know. I know. Grant, I'm so concerned. Right it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Space heaters at night make me nervous. Yeah. Are you warm, sweetie? Do you need some blankets? No, I'm I'm warm enough. Um, we turn on our faucet. Okay, text that girl that lives by you. <laughs> okay. Okay, tweet that girl that lives by you so she can bring some blankets. Yes. Mm. No, I've got enough blankets. What I need is a mixed drink. <laughs> okay. What's her Twitter handle? Let me tweet her. <laughs> No, 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 no. Grant needs all the ingredients for an. Just leave it on the porch, okay? Okay. Anyway. Um, My goodness. Whoever loves. You're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wait, please read this. Please read this tweet as you tweet it. There's going to end up being like an entire bar on Grant's front porch. (laughs) Henry. Oh, yeah. oh, tag tag life on side B. We'll put it in there too. Oh, yeah. yes. oh my gosh. Somebody door dash some liquor to Grant Hartley. Mm-hmm. Yes. And lives by him. Oh, I forgot to say too, I have a a biblical Hebrew word study to finish in the next couple days. Yes. So Oh wow, yes, love that. Oh you on which got word? This. What um what mixers do you want with the vodka? So we're going to do vodka. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'm... I feel uh, like... You should do um, orange juice and screwdrivers. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> Moscow, you side of OJ. So he, I cannot... OJ has vitamin C. Food. That's good for preventing COVID. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, yeah. That'll be it. I'll, <laughs> drinking, drinking screwdrivers is the way. Um, it's healthy. Yeah. Oh gosh! Great, y'all are too much. Well, Sarah. Anyway, yeah, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Following how that, you, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, personally, there's a lot happening. Um, I graduated a couple weeks ago, so I'm applying. Jobs. Yes. Yay. Let me raise a glass for the college grads. Yes, Yay. girl. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I was supposed to be moving to DC last weekend, um, but that didn't happen, which honestly might be for the best. Um, yes. It's kind of a wild time for me moving to DC, but there's just. Girl, could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> also, flying a black person right now, girl, in DC. <laughs> but then, like, would be on such the flight a story. from Texas with everyone going, like, I was not, I was not looking forward to it. I was going on Thursday, so I was like, maybe it'll be okay, but I think it will be it will be nice to yeah. be there after all of yeah things have settled, and at least I won't be seeing people on my flight, and then I'll be Ubering to my house and just being at my house for the next few days to quarantine. Um, so personally, there's a lot happening, and I think it's been really weird being American and being Black and just navigating all of that. I feel a lot of what Henry was saying of just like, I, I think too... I'm an Enneagram six. And so I've Mm. been prepared for the worst since forever. Mm -hmm. And I think people, even like back to 2016, I remember 
being not that politically involved, but feeling so deeply how bad the world was going to be with Trump being elected. And so many people in my life, especially like from the conservative spaces that I was in in Texas, were just like, it's going to be fine. Like you're being dramatic. And so I think the last few years have just been confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. And so I think as people are expressing surprise and like these deep grief and sadness, like this is what our nation is and all of that, it's become very difficult for me to engage because like we've been new. I'm not, this is not new. Mm -hmm. And I think that has made it really just interesting to engage in my social spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. That is my, that's how I feel about the world right now. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, what about you? That's uh, flipped my Yeah. My Tell goodness. Us. This, this has been a interesting few weeks, um, to say the least. Uh, I, first of all, in related to all of this, I, I have been on an interesting wide ride, wide ride of paying attention to the people around me and how they've responded uh-huh. to the events of at the Capitol. And I have been very paying attention to the fact that many churches I'm connected with or the church I go to, um, the service afterwards, you could have put it before the riots and you would mm-hmm. not have um, <clears throat> have thought anything different mm-hmm. and um but in general it's just been interesting to see so many people becca as you were talking about saying this is not my issue or i don't want to get controversial or you know i all of this stuff and it's like no this is not like about getting controversial anymore this is about literally there were crosses next to gallows on the yard yeah. in front of the Capitol. Yeah. this is no longer a political issue no this yeah. is a spiritual yeah. issue. Yeah. The fact that signs that said Jesus saved were used in a violent attack, you know, and, and part. I am a pacifist, very strongly pacifist. Um, and that is very interesting when you live in a family that glorifies the military many times. Mm. Um, but um those you know it's it has been um a major thing of um it's been it, it has been heartbreaking yeah um to see the people that i many people in my life that i look up to um and i have looked up to um try and justify or excuse what happened has it been um while heartbreaking Mm -hmm. not to diminish what you're saying but to ask a really pointed question um has it been surprising oh no no (laughs) okay no not at all i mean i've seen this like for instance people in my life who support trump i i remember asking them a year ago going like what would it take for you to stop supporting him. Not support him. him. Mm-hmm. What would it take? Like, just let me know. I want to know what the limit is. Like, where where is it at? Like, what whatever that is. And most people can't tell me. Mm-hmm. They say there's a also, limit, but they don't know where that limit is. And I think I realized, and I don't think they've realized, there is no limit. There's, there's no limit. 
you know. As and on a, I was just gonna make a quick note on a listener standpoint, since we are hosts and yes. people are listening. This is not like an anti-Trump podcast or an anti-Trump <laughs> episode or no, anything right. like that. We just happen to be discussing our experiences and thoughts and views. And anybody who is listening that has different views, you're welcome to them. So we don't want anybody thinking that, oh, this is a yeah. anti-Republican. Anti- I mean, we're gay conservative celibate <laughs> Christians. By default, we fall into a conservative lifestyle. Yeah. But um, it's not that we dislike anybody, any party or anything. We're just talking about reality and the fact that we have a large majority of people still are not dealing with reality. And so that's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely. Good. And yeah. thank you yeah. so much, Henry, oh, for saying that. Yeah. Not dealing with yeah. reality. That's a, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Diplomatic way of saying that, but it's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. ultimately really what we like, if you're on Twitter and you've seen many times and all this stuff, like what this really comes down to is this is not about like the party or about any person. This is about seeing the reality of where Christian nationalism and white supremacy have taken us yes. in, in yeah. our society. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the world is going, what in the world is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you have family and friends who live outside the country and I do as well. And they're literally, you know, it's bad when people who live up in Kenya are literally texting me like, what is going on <laughs> with that government? And I was like, this was a really good time to remind myself. I'm not a U.S. citizen. This isn't my president, honey. I don't know what's going on with y'all. Yeah, and that's president. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Look it's, for it. it. It definitely is like um, I don't know. It it's just been it's been crazy for me. Um, as I said, to try and like weed through this fact of yeah seeing the response of the people in my life, yeah, and and trying to make sense of. Well, I mean, obviously, I I have sense of I have sense of why this is as it is, but just taking that before God and going, God, like, what what is my part in this? Like, what is my first of all, what part have I played to uh, allow it to get to here? And second of all, what part mm. do I play in in um in changing this? Mm-hmm. And and I think that one of the biggest things that I've come about with is um has been like I don't I don't have you know I a giant I have 64 Twitter followers okay <laughs> um but I like so I'm like okay so Twitter is not really going to be where I make statements or something but I have friends and I have family members yeah. and I have people in my life who are also like myself part of the problem of how we've gotten here yeah. and so those conversations and and those kind of things is where I can begin to have a part in, in trying to dismantle these issues of Christian nationalism, white white supremacy and to whatever extent I can. And so um, that has been a lot of it. There's um, yeah, that's, that's, that's that whole thing. Um, Like, I mean, to kind of sum what my feelings have been. um, Yeah. Beyond that, I, I'm starting work t- today is my first official day of work. I have, I've had the first two weeks off of as he's recording a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as I'm reporting a podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, my first two weeks have been great. I did a trip to Savannah with, with a few other um, 
gay Christian people in our certain networks, so which is delightful. I did see some of those pictures, girl. Look cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I it was it so, like so much, much fun, fun. Mm-hmm. and the group I went with, we get along so well. Yeah. I just I yeah. keep forgetting. Okay, I literally keep forgetting I'm being recorded. I was about to ask you a private question. Don't worry. <laughs> I love something I love about our community is that like you can say, Oh, I was hanging out with some people from the circles that we run in and we're all like, Oh, we know all those people. <laughs> we know them. <laughs> we know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we've already probably seen it on your Twitter or probably yeah. already talked to them about it. I no. love us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, to get into it, because that uh, I think that was I think that was really important. And I'm glad. Thank you all for sharing your thoughts, because I think it is important. Some of those conversations to also help everyone listening digest what's been happening, you know. Yeah. But we're here to talk about season three. Um, y'all, if you know season three, the theme is going to be Grant. What's going to be the theme of this season? Identity and inclusion. Right? Yes. Yes. Did I get that right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got it wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Failed. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. So we're here to talk about this. So, um, like we kind of want to start out by talking about what, why did we choose this theme of identity inclusion? What do we even, what do even those two terms mean? Especially because normally when we think of those terms, we think of the very big com- conversation that, you know, plagues all of our lives of how can you identify as gay and be a Christian? Yes. Um, and then like, what does it mean to be included in church? Like these are normally right where our, right where our minds go. And obviously that's part of it, but even in a broader understanding than that, like what, what do what do these terms mean for us and and um and all of that but uh grant do you have any initial thoughts on that like why is this theme of identity and inclusion important and yeah how would you connect those terms yeah i think um something i've been thinking about the past few weeks is how truly diverse the side b world is Um, and not just ethnically and culturally, um, although we are, we have often struggled with that because side B land can tend to be pretty. You saw me look up at this camera quick. I'm glad you were giving that disclaimer. Yeah. Yes. Um, we, I mean, just because a lot of the, the, the foundational organizations and conversations were really white male centered. Um, but I, like we've really, I think we've really grown in that. Um, so I'm not just speaking about ethnically and culturally, um, that's something we can definitely grow in, but like tradition wise, we come from so many different traditions. Um, we have a large Catholic and Orthodox population inside B land, um, which was new to me when I was, was coming into it. Um, we're from, different parts of the United States and different parts of the world, although it's mostly English speaking at the moment. Um, and then we also have different like political views, different understandings of what it means to be side B. Like there's a lot of ways that the community can break apart if we're not careful. Um, and so something I've been thinking about is how to, how to be a community that sticks together and supports each other with all those possible fractures. 
um, because um, we're, we're so small and not very many people like us. <laughs> so we, we really have to be careful. We can't just like, we can't just break apart over the color of the carpet. You know, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta stick together. Cause who's gonna, who else is gonna do it? Nobody. Um, so not many people like us. Oh my God, offending <laughs> me. It's true. It's true. And so, um, yeah, we have to stick together and, a phrase that's come up is like, how can, how can most of us be uncomfortable some of the time so that all of us can be comfortable most of the time? Um, mm. I think that is a really achievable goal. So I just, yeah, I really mm-hmm. want, I really want to, to, to work toward that. Um, and then, yeah. um, you know what? I'll save this for the, the bonus episode. Never mind. I don't know what's going on, but like I've literally called you sis like twenty times in this recording. So I hope you No, I I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, all right. Well write down your note. Make sure you have it on on mine. But I love <laughs> not many people like us and we can't break apart just because That's of disagreeing about the carpet. <laughs> That, that's so like, funny. Yes. I wish we could uh, make that into a t-shirt. I like oh, that. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay, that's the merchandise that revoiced this year. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Unity, because mm-hmm. not very many people like us. Yeah. I mean, that's so appropriate to wear the revoice too. <laughs> Becca, oh my what God, about we can you? Send what's his face a shirt, and he can dress incognito. What was that man's name? Oh, oh! You're talking about the one guy who tried to go into Revoice. Uh, yeah, JD. infiltrate Revoice. Yeah, we could give one to JD. That would be amazing. Mm, oh my god! Bless him. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Um, I think it's going to be a great season because that language continues to be the biggest issue that I come up against in having these sorts of conversations. Um, you can't really have a conversation when you can't get people to agree on the basic words that you're using. So when, when I'm having to break things down with very conservative churches and differentiating between identity as being the ultimate be all end all and identity simply being a way to describe an aspect of your life, um, we have some issues. So I'm really hoping that this season is going to help us, further clarify, I'm not sure how much clearer we can be, but further clarify what we mean when we talk about identity and what that looks like, that inclusion doesn't mean that we are suppressing the heterosexual nuclear family in order for gays to take over conservative denominations. You know, like there's this extreme reaction when we talk about things like that. And so I think spending an entire season dedicated to us talking about this is what we are talking about. This is our vision for inclusion in the church, that we are just able to say, this is who I am, and people aren't going to throw us out. That that is a step in the right direction, but it's certainly not enough. That it it needs to be we can tell people from the very beginning, this is what I'm dealing with. This is how I think I see the world in comparison to everyone else. And the mm-hmm. church welcome us in and recognize that we have 
gifts and talents and perspectives that will in, enrich the church uh, and to see that we have valuable things to be able to contribute. So um, I, my prayer is that this season will help not only side B people recognize that we have valuable contributions, but that we'll be able to share this with our straight siblings in church and say, here is what our heart is when we talk about how we see ourselves in the church and how we would like to see ourselves in the future. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Henry. <sighs> For this season. Um, and then what inclusion and belonging, I think, Oh, Lord, I've been working on this in therapy, and I've been doing this for years. Every time I say I think, I'm like, no, I don't think it. I know it because I, I'm about to say it. So, like, <laughs> anyways, uh, I know. Like, I've literally been confidence. trying to break out of that speech pattern for, like, years. Mm-hmm. But I know that what I want for this season, and when I think about inclusion and belonging, is that really, honestly, the space to hold on i'm about to say something okay mm-hmm. oh. i'd say something i had to set up oh. and so oh. he's got to get yes. his preaching posture mm-hmm. you know girl you know okay hold on <laughs> let me readjust that um yeah put your seatbelts on yes i'm telling you josh this is why i don't want to be recorded because i'm a chaotic person when i'm being recorded at least videoed but um, it is beautiful chaos is good yeah someone listening to this would have no idea that i'm doing all of this but someone <laughs> watching this literally knows i'm in my bed and doing but um almost i want like the for us to stop fighting to belong and simply just be like i'll read some text or emails from friends about how do i fit in here i was like stop like we're either like i'm done like fighting for space and for room and i either belong or i don't like i'm not gonna force other people to include me to see me to honor me to value me like at this point in time in the conversation and the narrative like people they need to catch up we're not the ones that need to be sitting here fighting for us to be included they need to catch up and they need to be doing the hard work to make space for us but as we talk this season and have various like guests on and interview people it's like i want the narrative to not be well how can we shrink ourselves so we can fit in Mm -hmm. but how can we exist in whole ways that allow us to belong in these spaces so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good Yeah, Sarah. A lot of thoughts. Um, I think with what Grant was saying about the diversity of Side B in so many different ways, I think inclusion is something really important to talk about just because if we don't put effort into it, it's not going to happen. And it's not something that because we're all Side B, we have everything in common. And now you've met all of your best friends and all these people who are going to support you and it's going to be beautiful. It's something that you have to put effort into and that we have to put thought into in the ways that we create our spaces and who, um, whose voices we magnify and all of those kinds of things. And I think that's been something I've been thinking about a lot in side B space of how do we 
make it more inclusive and able to reflect our diversity in ways that I loved what Grant said about making, not making everyone comfortable all of the time, but making some people comfortable some of the time so that it's a net of people being comfortable at some point in time in spaces and not consistently the same marginalized groups within side B being uncomfortable right. to exist. Um, and I think with identity, something that I really appreciate is the ways that knowing yourself helps you to know the communities that you're a part of differently. Even in my own coming out journey, knowing queer people was really great, but it really started to click once I started knowing queer black people and queer black lesbians, like the, the way I was able to know myself and my experience and understand the way that I existed in the world was instantly better because of those people. And so I think that as we know ourselves and know our identity, it then puts us in environments where we can be known and seen and cherished and learn and grow in the ways that um, really benefit us and that allow us to hear from God in unique ways. Yeah. Yeah, I think bouncing off that. Go ahead. I think the word inclusion is so good because I think oftentimes we can speak as if diversity is a moral achievement, that um, that it's something that we can get to. But I think diversity is actually just a reality that we are either accepting and working with or we're not. Yeah. And side B land, I know is a diverse place just factually there are side b people from all these cultures and experiences and political backgrounds but the question is not is is side b diverse the question is are the institutions that we have set up including people um so i think inclusion is the moral the moral achievement not diversity mm. if that makes any sense i don't know i'm just i'm working i don't know yeah. if feel free to correct yeah. but that's that's yeah. how i'm feeling right now that i oh, i like that you go ahead sarah oh. oh i was just gonna say that i i definitely agree with that and i think oh and now i've lost a thought <laughs> that's okay don't oh, worry oh, 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 oh i know that i think with inclusion it's important to I think sometimes we use this metric, we look at diversity and we're like, okay, like we have this percentage of women and this percentage of men and this percentage of these people and don't actually make space for people to exist in the ways that they want to exist. I've been thinking a lot about like, I'm a naturally quieter person. And so I think sometimes people think that they're including me when they force me to talk. And actually that in some spaces just stresses me out more. And that true inclusion is actually giving me the space and like giving me the space to exist fully is giving me the space to be quiet in a space but recognize my presence and how mm. um how do we create spaces that not just include people and look at like what white white cis men want and give that to everyone across the board but look at unique needs and meet those needs within our spaces mm. yeah yeah like not even just giving equality but giving equity yeah yeah um where everyone has a voice but yeah like you said not just the voice that the white cisgender males want everyone to have, but allowing mm -hmm. everyone to have the voice that they believe they need to have within. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's really good. 
Yeah, I um, I'm really glad that we're doing, you know, this <laughs> this theme um, because I've been thinking about these two words and I was like, identity and inclusion, identity and inclusion. Where do they connect? Where are they not? And I think one of the biggest things for me has been like, you identify with where you feel you belong. You mm. identify with the area that you say, this is my home. And so it's, it's they're so connected because your inclu- you, inclusion is a matter of where you belong. I am included in the place I belong. And, and then you identify with that thing. You know, we identify with Christ because we are um, within Christ. We are within the body of Christ. And, and um, all of these different things. And, um, and I love what um, Henry, you were saying for me is something also this past week I've been thinking a lot about has been, I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of having to fight for a place and always having mm-hmm. the fear that, you know, if I do something wrong or if I, um, if I don't have the kind of community that <laughs> the church would like me to have, if my community looks different, that I'm going to be kicked out, you know? Um, and yeah, and and I, I like the other thing I like about this theme that we're going to be talking about is, um, that we're going to be, we're getting to talk about a few other sides of inclusion. Like we've been talking about here, like inclusion with inside B, you know, that how do we make space within this community? Because I totally agree with you, Grant, we are not big enough to split apart. We, (laughs) we, we really... We, we really have to deal with this fact that we're so diverse and, and how do we, how do we support each other and how do we deal with this and, and all of that. And so, um, yeah, um, going on with that, uh, you know, we have some, ama- we have some really great episodes. We have the QCF ep- live episode that Grant and I already recorded, which was so good. And I cannot wait. Oh my God. How was that? Because that was literally the day of the insurrection. Yeah. It was. It was, yeah. it was literally like the hour. Yes. Oh, uh, like I remember. It, we got out of the. We got out of the recording, and it was like the world had blown up, and we were like, "What just happened? <laughs> I can disconnect from the world for one hour. One hour. That's so oh funny. Goodness. Yeah. Oh. I, we finished I, the I recording, like- and then I stepped <sighs> out. I was in the library. Uh, at my seminary and I walked out and I looked at my phone to get on Twitter because I was retweeting some some quotes from the talk yes. and I was like oh oh my gosh oh oh my gosh <laughs> and it like waves and waves Grant, <laughs> I saw one of your tweets because I got on Twitter I remember I walked out of this I was at this gig and I walked out and I get on Twitter, obviously, to see what's going on in this crazy world because someone mentioned it. And then I see your tweet about going into the recording. And I was like, oh, this poor baby has no idea what he's about to walk out <laughs> and see when he <laughs> I did it. Oh, no, it was it was crazy. But honestly, that episode went really well. I think right? so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about just what does it look like to how how do side A and side B people support each other? What are the ways that we tear each other down? How can we have that? Um, how can we have inclusion within the general LGBTQ Christian community? Like, how can we support each other in those ways? Well, you know, maintaining our beliefs and and like each side and understanding that we we have we are on a belief spectrum, 
in many ways. And so then how do we acknowledge that but support each other? Um, We're going to be talking with the one and only Wesley Hill, David Bennett, and Eve Tushnit in an episode. Uh, We're going to have Bill Henson on to talk about language and missions. Uh, We're going to have Matthew Ventura on to talk about queerness and identity. I was like, please mention non-white names soon. Yes. Um, Good stuff. we're going to talk okay. about, oh, go ahead, Henry. Now, are we speaking of belonging? Um, are we, I mean, I'm sure we have because we did talk about this. But, you know, Greg and his book about finding family, his book's coming out next month and just kind of finding belonging in a world that doesn't want us to. Mm-hmm. Greg Holt. Yes. I had not even thought about having him on for his new book. We should, like, I'm going to reach out. Yes, yes that would be fun. Yes, lots of here. I'm waiting, girl, Becca. I am like, Literally, because he messaged me. See, let me read his text out loud to y'all too. I'm gonna put this. <laughs> oh, please! I love hearing Greg Cole texts. They're beautiful. <laughs> so, Greg Cole. Um, There's always so much hope and joy, even if it's about something I know. sad or intense. He says Thursday, October 22nd, Mr. Henry Buto. By the kindness of my publisher, I've got some copies of my forthcoming book, No Longer Strangers, available to send out to thoughtful writer types interested in the subject. Do you have any interest in receiving a copy? No pressure, but I'd be delighted to send one your way. October 22nd. I said, yep, I would be thrilled. I sent him that. He says, delightful. Also, I hope you're doing splendidly well, my friend. <laughs> and then November 3rd, I said, every day I check my mailbox for your book, and my heart breaks a little each day. It's not there. He keeps asking me, Henry. I've accidentally deceived you. The book, the book doesn't come out until February, so it won't actually be printed and delivered to advanced readers like yourself until January, probably. But I hope it turns out to be worth the wait if you can forgive me for giving you false hope. Oh. <laughs> He's I so love sweet. Him. So, like, I'm literally like, I don't know when this book is coming in my mailbox in advance, but I'm waiting for this book. Oh, so. gosh. Okay, yes. I have put it on the list, so hopefully we're going to have to Excellent. reach out to him. And have I this. love that Henry yeah. just, like, right. called an audible in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> in the middle of a podcast, yeah. Ooh, was that a sports reference? Look at me. So much. Yes. yes. But oh do you gosh, know which mask, sport? girl. <laughs> What'd you say, Becca? So do you know which sport that's a oh. sports reference for? Um, oh. Baby stops back up. I know. I know. Is it, is it football? <laughs> it is. Woo! Yes! I... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That's so funny. Thank you. Um, growth. This is what we call growth. Um, <laughs> yeah, has anybody delivered vodka to you yet? Me I mean, it's Not, been retweeted um, multiple times. I, oh, I know. Gosh. oh, God. I retweeted it on the podcast going, this is things that come up while recording podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, to go on with the episodes, we're going to have a co-host chat about the term side B. Does it still work? Is there a better term? What do we do yeah. with that? We're going to have, as Grant was talking about, we're going to have a faith um, faith tradition diversity panel. Um, People Catholic, you know, Protestant, all all that in between. Um, We're going to do being uh, talk about being rejected from church and side B people that attend affirming churches. What is that experience? Um, Talk about we're going to talk to Joel Briggs about um, creativity and storytelling. Yes. 
we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna have a very fun out of out of theme episode about qu- what I'm calling queer orientation marriage. So, like two side B people in a mixed orientation marriage together. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about church inclusion from the street. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and this is gonna be really interesting. Yes, I'm very ready for that that episode. Yeah, we're gonna talk about chosen family within the LGBT community, um, LGBTQ media. Um, you know, when people leave side B, what is that whole experience like? Um, and as well as inclusion within side B, racial inclusion, trans inclusion, female inclusion, all of these things. And and we're even then within that going to have a few um, opportunities where, like I said, patrons, our brilliant B patrons can choose um, some extra topics that might come in there, um, whether about being gay in ministry or shame or storytelling all those all those kind of fun things so yeah i'm really are there any episodes that you all stand out to you that you're really excited for um anything like that i think like i mentioned it when we were picking uh episodes or topics to record i mentioned just the trans conversation going on this season Mm -hmm. as a learner it's something i'm looking forward to just learning more about and being a part of the solution um and so yeah that's one i'm excited about in terms of like learning obviously i'm not qualified to lead the conversation but i definitely want to listen and yeah just take in what i can so Yeah. yeah anyone else have anything that stood out to you and stands out you're excited about yeah, I am really excited about Joel's conversation about creativity and storytelling. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the older that I get, the more I realize the value of storytelling that I tend to be much more of like a, a data centered, what's the research, what are the numbers kind of person when I'm talking about fundraising or about change in an organization and it's just been the last couple of years that i've begun to understand the importance of telling um one group i've worked with calls them heart stories of really understanding just the human emotional aspect of being able to share and more deeply understand other people's experiences and being able to communicate and even understand your own experiences to a certain extent. Um, and so I, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say about just delving into that creativity and that emotional experience of being side B and how to channel that into explaining and understanding our own Mm. identity and really being able to develop empathy in that aspect of inclusion that as we are able to tell our stories it helps us with humility and helps us with empathy and Mm. being able to bring people into a group because we do recognize and understand one another's humanity yeah Mm. yeah Yeah, that's good. You know what? I'm also interested in this season. Um, I think, not I think, I know, Lord, I'm telling you, I'm working on that speech pattern. But um, kind of like as we grow and have conversations as a team, 
of co-hosts just like taking the listeners on that like i feel like we just have been getting closer season after season and so just our dynamics i'm really excited about our dynamics just like coming across more like we have a season under our belt now as co-hosts and whatnot now a second one coming in it's like this is going to be really fun so i'm excited about that and like taking our friendship from podcast to video to like where people get to experience it as well with us. So I'm excited exactly. about that. Like so, they're yeah. more involved in it in many ways. Um, Sarah, how, what are your yes. feelings about this, uh, this season? Like, especially being, you know, your, really? your first season and all this, like what, yes. what are your thoughts? She's like, I'm not coming back actually. Turns <laughs> off her camera. She's like, I'm back. I'm really excited about it. I think a lot about identity and inclusion anyway. And so it was really exciting to me when I heard that this was what the theme was going to be. Um, I'm really looking forward to the racial inclusion and female inclusion conversations. I think those will be really insightful. And I, I just love hearing what like a marginalized group within a marginalized group has to say about their experience and how they navigate being tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also have a friend that I talk a lot about female inclusion inside the and just how men have always had the option to choose celibacy, but women haven't. And I think that, that makes mm-hmm. women like, historically really, interesting. really interesting to think about like women have just recently mm-hmm. even been able to choose into celibacy and how that uniquely impacts our experience in the world. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm very excited about that conversation. Okay, and then I think the, oh, here I go with the, I think. <laughs> the, mm-hmm the co-host conversation about LGBTQ media because I love LGBTQ media, but I think it will be interesting to talk about from a side B perspective. And that's not something I reflect on often. I tend to kind of read media and not necessarily reflect on how it impacts my experience as a side B person. And so I'm really excited about that conversation. Yeah, I read that question somewhere online in one of the forums we're all in. Um, I'm not sure. Well, that's one I don't interact with. So I read, so now I do know which one. <laughs> but um, I did find the question really interesting. And I was like, queer media and how we interact with it. And I was like, why is that a topic? I was like, mm, no, that actually is a topic. Because I'm like, yeah. if you watch yeah. like romance movies of this, and it's like, what does that do for our, yeah. So I was yeah, like, absolutely. I'm actually interested in engaging in that question. Yeah, Not mm-hmm. on the forum it was posted on, but I do want to engage with that here. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, um, it really is big because so many times we don't realize it, but like LGBTQ media, 90% of the time focuses on romantic sexual relationships. I mean, obviously, yeah. because it's a big part of it. Um, and so then when you're, when that's not a main part of your inclusion, you know, and your identity as being queer, um, like how does that affect, you know, and, and these kind of things. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Anyone else have any other thoughts? Yeah, I think that conversation about LGBTQ media is going to be super exciting. Um, I think Joel Briggs is brilliant. Um, and he makes beautiful art and I'm, I'm so excited for that. Um, but the conversation, I think because I had, we, we got to have that conversation at QCF a couple weeks ago, but dialogue across ideological lines, specifically, uh, with our side A siblings, but also I think dialogue with our more conservative siblings, um, 
I think it really excites me. I like, I like sort of navigating tough conversations when I have energy to do so. Uh, and so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think I'm really excited about um, those kinds of conversations um, yeah. this time around. Yeah. Yeah, Josh and Becca, I keep really looking at y'all's mics, and now that I know y'all bought, like, I want one of those, like, immediately. I'm just like, I want one of those I told y'all, we, after this, we'll deal with this, this and we'll have mics sent to whoever wants them. Grant, Sarah, Henry. Patreon like, members. Want, want we love you. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to yes, do in our next like, episode where we go, thank you, Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do I need to go to Best Buy and go buy one today? But like, I swore I had a terrible experience at Best Buy like month, two months ago. That I swore I will never set foot in a Best Buy again. I tweeted them that and told them that. So like, now I can't ever set foot in a Best Buy again. Someplace else but, for your microphone. Oh yeah. yeah. What? We could do. Um, since it's going to be on YouTube, we could do an unboxing of the mics because people <gasps> apparently love unboxings. Oh, that could be fun. Really? Is that a thing? It's a thing, yeah. It's, it's thing. actually a thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We wow. should do it. Just, you know, do it completely in the episode. You three can open up your new mics. I have watched more dinosaur toy unboxings in the last two years than any human being should have to watch. So, Why? watching because my son loves to watch other people open. I was about toys. to say, who in your life is into this? <laughs> Just yeah. It's kind of like also my nephew has this fascination with like there's these these kids on YouTube that get like get sponsors because they their YouTube thing is them playing with toys. Mm -hmm. And so kids will watch other kids play, play with, with toys, toys on YouTube. Which stop? No, I'm not I joking. Don't understand YouTube like the things that people watch and spend hours watching the content. Like, yeah, it's how yeah. Okay, so it's how can we monetize this for us? Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this can be a pay. Oh, we can make it a patron like experience because they're the ones that paid for Ooh. it. They, they... That's true. Patreon they get to watch so the mics, and now you'll have to pay to watch us open the mics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Don't yeah. you love the content we give you? Oh, yeah. Oh my oh, goodness. Man. Yeah. Um, actually, t speaking of patrons, we're also going to be doing, you know, as we are monthly patron episodes um, that um, some of them are going to be longer conversations of the co-hosts. We're probably going to do like a little bit of recording after this. And we're going to do a specific interview with Wesley Hill, a um, specific interview with Eve Titian and David Bennett, because in the main podcast, we're going to have them all together. And then in the Patreon episodes, we're going to do they're going to answer questions from our patrons. How and many so, episodes are we doing this season? 25? We're doing, um, technically on our list, we are doing 23. So one okay. less than, um, well, that's 22 English. And then the third one is, uh, the 23rd one is the Spanish episode, which we, um, what, upon recording this episode, we have not released our Spanish episode of season two, but by the time this airs, we will have aired. Oh our my gosh. Can I be on the Spanish episode? You're more than welcome to. You know, I speak a little Spanish. I speak conversational, um, which was so interesting. So I was just, I just got done uh, being a guest chef at a school a couple of weeks ago or this past two weeks. And uh, some of the women who worked in the kitchen were Mexican. I live in Texas, so they're Mexican women. And they were talking about me 
Like they did not know I could understand them. <laughs> and then so I responded in Spanish and one of them literally looked like she'd seen a ghost. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally forgot that you speak conversational Spanish. What? I forgot that, that you have a little Yes. Time. And one of like, so they were talking about, because I was working there for two weeks and I did gain seven pounds in the two weeks I was working there because hello, we're <laughs> private chefs working at this gorgeous kitchen at mm-hmm. the school. But like she said, I looked like pregnant. She said embarazada, and I was like, uh, "I know you just said I look a little pregnant, girl." And I, like, and I responded, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know you could understand me." And I was like, "I understand enough of what you're saying. Thank you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that's literally one of my favorite things ever. I went and um, I went and did um, had my car washed. One of the people that was helping me, he spoke to this other couple who were Latino in Spanish. And so I was like, oh, he, he speaks Spanish. Cause I try not to assume that every Latino that I speak with, you know, speaks Spanish because then sometimes it, they get into like, no, I don't. I'm, you know, um, and so he did. And it was one of the funny, like, I love those moments where then you'll have it and people will either talk about you or because then I heard a comfort, I heard him like talking and I was able to res- like, to respond to something that he was actually saying about me in <laughs> in Spanish. And just like that deer in the headlights look like, oh dear Lord, this white boy speaks Spanish. And I'm like, yeah, yes. I do. That's awesome. Sorry, I literally I forget that you're white, Josh. I know most people do until they see my last name, but it's funny because it's like in Colombia, I'm known as part of the Guzman family. And so, um, like my adopted family. And so, yeah, so many times people, well, in Colombia, I'm, I'm known as, um, so in Colombia, my, my nickname is Pedro. Okay. Um, yeah. Or I'm just referred to as El Latingo. Um, El Latingo. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got to work on my Duolingo so I can prepare. <laughs> Do right. it. Yeah. Yes. I understand Spanish so much better than I can speak it, but yeah. <laughs> Yes. Y'all make me Josh jealous. I got to brush uh, up on it um, now. Every time I need to remember you're white, I just pull up that photo I already did. Grant, I have to send this to you. Okay, send it to me uh, right now. Oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs> Becca, I let s- me send this to you too. Okay, I don't have your number. Just put it in the group, group chat. Yeah, I don't think was, Sarah has um, seen it. Josh's uh, family Christmas card two years ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, that one is amazing. Sarah, oh my, oh I, I feel like everyone's going to have a heart I'm attack like, when they see this. Look how straight Josh looks. I, like, I can't even handle how you look at him. Okay. Oh. Sarah, <laughs> okay. Isn't that crazy? No. Oh my so for God. context of everyone listening or watching, right. okay. this, oh, Sarah, uh, this, this picture is a f- picture Pull of my family okay. I just sent Sarah in, in complete camo. <gasps> Complete camo and white lace. The girls I can't. Lace. With I mean, with the hunting dogs and everything. Oh, but Henry, do you want yeah, to know a crazier? Dog, it's the dog for me. Henry, do you want to show something crazier that links below on YouTube? A link right. to picture below. Yes, we will yes. link that to this. Episode. We will link it. Yes, but Henry, do you want to know something even crazier dog? about this picture? We did. What? You have the guns free picture. We also did one with guns. Oh, oh. Did, everybody, did everybody have this is the time wow. that we had the conversation Stop. about you in camo yes and welcome to my family that is amazing did y'all send yeah. different ones to like different you. people 
Did you send like non-gun supporters the non-gun picture and gun supporters the gun picture? We no. We, I I think we mostly used this picture for like going out into public and <laughs> I mean like the guns was like our our hunting rifles. The fact that all y'all own these outfits like these were on standby. Oh no, these are that's my hunting shirt. I have a hunting outfit. I know that. I, I mean, I just can't. Wow. Yeah, the picture with the guns is the one that goes over the mantle on canvas. We're really so glad for everyone. For oh listening. my gosh. So What's Ashley it? just responded. I love yes. that she has no idea why I sent this in the group text, <laughs> but she just responded. <laughs> I'm sure she knows. She knows that this has come up. She's like, why is this sending night now while they're recording? Right. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I have to get my voice. Back. All right. So, well, I'm really excited for this coming season. This is going to be a really, really great season, and um, and it, I don't know. It's going to be great. I can't wait to do this with y'all and Sarah, or and Ashley. Dear Lord, I'm so sorry, Ashley, <laughs> and 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 Sarah and Ashley and everyone. And I can't believe I did that. <laughs> But Sarah, I'm very glad. I'm very excited to do this uh, this uh, season with you as well. I don't want you to think I. <laughs> oh my god! See, I could have played that off like I intentionally said your name. This is true. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with it, and I was like, I guess he's going to correct himself. So um, yeah, I do that. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We can't wait, and uh, we'll see you in our next episode. That's going to need some heavy edits. (laughs) 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 We We might just leave that in there.